What I love most about Mi Gente is our community and how important it is to take care of our own. Hey, it's Honey and Carolina. On our podcast, Life in Spanglish, we talk about how important being there for your loved ones is. Pero también sobre lo importante que es tener a alguien dispuesto a apoyarte cuando lo necesites, como lo hace State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Aprende más en es.statefarm.com. Life is full of surprises. Some good, some not so much. Hola, it's Honey. Hola, it's Carolina. Y sabes que estar preparado para cualquier cosa es importante. Whether that's in our roles as mothers, wives, businesswomen, or podcasters. On our show Life in Spanglish, you know that being open to unexpected turns has been an important part of our success. Pero we can use some help. Oh yes, la buena ayuda is welcome. Y si pasa algo, tranquilitos. Isn't it good knowing that with a State Farm agent you can worry less because someone will be personally invested in safeguarding your goals? Plus, they have the options to talk to a real person whenever a customer needs, especially when those unexpected turns come up. It's the personalized attention you can count on. Aprende más en es.statefarm.com Como un buen vecino, State Farm está ahí. And now, it's time to talk telly with the best TV trio since Anton Deck Dish Bruce. It's time for Luke, for Luke Gary, Gary, and Matt, and Matt with the Custard TV Podcast. Let's go! Monday, the 18th of February, 2012, it's the Custard TV 13. Podcast. 2012? <laughs> 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Luke, stop living in the past, Luke. Stop living in the past. You're so last God. year. Remember Justin Bieber, he's cool, isn't he? Well, anyway, um, 2013, yeah. Um, wow, I don't think I've... Do you know what? It's that weird thing. I don't think I've said the date yet this year out loud like that. You I don't think that. I've actually said it. I've you've done so it, many reviews of 2012, you've probably got confused. I know. I think every podcast we've done since the start of the year has been about programmes last year. What makes me worry anyway. is how many checks have you written this year and put 2012? You'll, you'll get one, you'll see yeah, well, um, in the post. <laughs> yeah. You're both getting one. Um, so, good. if I don't know what year it is, good job I'm handing over to Gary, really. It is, really. Uh, if you'd like to join any of us on the conversation on Twitter, you can do so. Uh, Luke, hit that button. Luke. Uh, Luke, Gary and Matt. Hit, hit Talking the telly the on the Custard TV podcast. You can get in touch with me at Luke Custard TV. Uh, you can contact me, Gary, at, at the Gary Show. And Matt is at Matt's TV Bites. With an indiscriminate number of T's, which we can't go into for legal reasons. Uh, you can also you can also follow us on <laughs> Facebook by searching for Custard TV Podcast. And of course, you can find us on iTunes. And again, you can just search, search Custard TV Live or Custard TV Podcast. And you can we're find so us there. We're That's what we, we keep calling ourselves. That we need to come up with a better name. Yeah. If, if anyone can come up with a better name, then contact us on Twitter on those various names. You can, of course, also go to the great website, thecustardtv.com, where today, only today, can you read Luke's interview with the star of my mad fat dairy, a diary. Uh, <laughs> what was her name? Sharon Rooney. Sharon Rooney. Sharon Rooney. And the good news is that announced today is the fact that that show has been recommissioned by E4 for second series. I'm assuming that you two, as you watch it, are very happy about that. Very happy about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And what I like it. about it is they're going to hit 1997, presumably, and I made a joke with Sean in the interview, saying, "Don't these series are such a great soundtrack, 
don't make don't let them put Elton John's candle in the wind on the soundtrack in '97. <laughs> uh, and then she said she doesn't think her fictional mum would take the Diane news well. No. So they've got they've got so many um, things they can get through. Yeah. In '97. Yeah, I suppose it's a bit weird though. Still having like. You know, my certainly my sort of teenage years being sort of nostalgic now, like ninety six, ninety seven. Well, I was, years, I was in my mid twenties. You'll see in the interview. You'll see in the interview when I mentioned about the nineties nostalgia. She mm. was seven. Yeah, seven. exactly. Yeah, I know. It's not allowed. Can I just say? I'm gonna just do this quickly. I'm not gonna say this ever again. But to the, I have an, I have an aim for this podcast, and I'm not, this yeah. is the first and last time I'll say it. I want my seventh hunt, my seven hundredth Twitter follower by the end of this podcast. <sighs> Somebody listening, please follow me at Luke Custard TV. What number are you on now? Six nine nine. Oh, well, it's achievable. Then. It is achievable. But I'm, can you? Uh, and we'll read out that person's yeah, name, we and you can all go you... and follow them. Will okay, you follow yeah. them if they're your 700th follower? I will. That's the promise I will make. There you are. That's 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 written in, in almost blood. The, the sand. Uh, uh, yeah, the sand with blood. The stars. Uh, we're moving on to a new section, because that's what it says on my running order. Uh, and the first thing that I want to talk about is the 10-year anniversary of uh, BBC Three. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the third channel of the British Broadcasting Corporation is celebrating its 10th birthday. It's almost old enough to drink and buy cigarettes, but not quite. Uh, and two different organisations ran polls about the best show, and we think they're both wrong. Um, the Radio Times <laughs> <laughs> ran a poll and came up with Doctor Who Confidential, which means obviously the Whoites got, got involved. Uh, Doctor Who Confidential is, is, one of the, is, is like the spin-off, isn't it? It kind of goes behind the scenes. Is it, 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 it doesn't even feature anymore, does it? They don't do it anymore. Cancelled yeah. Um, and the other, the other channel, the other, sorry, the other place that did a review was Digital Spy, uh, and they, they came up with Russell Howard's Good News, mm. which, despite being good, is not the best show that BBC Three has ever made. Uh, so we're going to tell you what it is. Luke, what's the best show that BBC Three ever made was? A lot of people mock BBC Three, but they forget what's come from it. Um, yeah, for me, it's a toss-up. No, you don't, Matt. No. You don't get out okay. of my head and into my car. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> um, I reckon Gavin and Stacey is probably BBC Three's best show, closely followed by Matt's prediction... Him and her, but they did no, do no, a lot. No, of... no, whoa, no. whoa, whoa, whoa! I whoa, didn't think you'd say either of those, but there you oh, go. What did you think I was going to say? Bodies. Oh, oh crikey, oh. Matthew, bodies, bodies. <laughs> Quite. See, that's so good. I don't even realise it's BBC Two. That's the problem. No, bodies. Okay, oh, now, Matt. What, can what, I just go what? home? I don't know the day. You I don't know the year. Yes, probably can go. Sorry, no. You're in an expensive local studio. No, uh, I just say bodies. If you haven't seen bodies, watch it. Buy the DVD. BBC Three drama is not a phrase we use a lot on this podcast. There's not a lot of it. There's just fantastic. And and yes, compared to um, everything else on the channel, it was miles above. And it did get a BBC Two repeat. So in your face, people. In your face, Matt. What's your top um, program? I would say I've got two. I'd say Pulling was one of mine. Oh, uh, Sharon, really, why didn't I say Pulling? Sharon Horgan <laughs> and Dennis Kelly. Um, yep. Sitcom and the other one, which was uh, cancelled, I think, too soon, was The Fades. Their sort of yeah, horror 
yeah. uh, sci-fi show, which I quite enjoyed, and also had to, you know, Claire Rushbrook from my big fat diary. And um, can I just congratulate lot... you, Matt? Can I just hmm? congratulate you because we're we, you, man, you mentioned Dennis Kelly there. It's yeah. the first time you've not mentioned Utopia, so well done. Give <laughs> Matt a quick, quick round of applause for that. I, I mean, however many minutes we're into this podcast, none of one of us has used the word charming, so I think that's some sort of record. Oh, you've just read Gary. Gary. God damn. Uh, my my personal favourite, uh, Liquid News, oh, was yeah. always a big favourite of mine. Yeah. Which started um, on uh, BBC Choice when it was still it did. BBC In Street. fact, it's actually, on, I think it was on the BBC News channel before that. Um, and then yes, that was that was a popular. Inter- There's no entertainment shows on. I don't think you can call the culture show an entertainment show. There's mm. nothing like Liquid News on now. Uh, and the other one, as a as a comedy fan, a big fan of the Mighty Boosh, and I know that again is kind of felt as a BBC Two show by some people, but actually it's on BBC Three. Mm, yeah. Um, so I really liked that. So there you are, Digital Spy and Radio Times. You don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Do you feel, Gary, as the oldest member of the podcast now... Thank you, yes. I mean, you're probably sitting there in your slippers now, probably. I am, Do you feel that you are no longer the BBC demographic? Certainly no longer the BBC Three demographic. I'm more the BBC Two or even BBC Four demographic. You're BBC Four, Gary, aren't you? Yeah, I'm I'm strictly BBC BBC Four. You're sat there with your Guardian newspaper. Yeah, independent. Oh, sorry. Uh, independent. Uh, that's interesting. Maybe one week we should do a kind of, you know, which TV channel do you, do you think most you know, describes you? That would be a good. Uh, that would be a good social media question. One week, someone remind. There's not me. a fat and lazy channel, is there? Um, well, you'd be Dave Javu. I was going to say you'd be Dave Javu. <laughs> or Dave Javu all over. So, and I suppose in anniversaries, it's the twentieth anniversary of Red Dwarf, and Dave who's celebrated. Be, who's going to be um, four seven? <laughs> and, uh, and Dave celebrated by showing back-to-back episodes of Red Dwarf like they do every weekend. <laughs> yeah. um, moving on in the news, uh, a new program coming to ITV on Wednesday the 27th of February called Food Glorious Food. Now, Luke, you've seen a preview of this, and it's it's basically the Simon Cow X Factor for cooking show, from what I understand. No, it's, it, uh, it's not. It's not. It's the Great British Bake Off. With Carol Vorderman and annoying public people. And Lloyd Grossman. Um, and Lloyd Grossman, who is incredibly annoying. You think his voice couldn't get more annoying? Try spending 45 minutes in its company with Carol Vorderman and try not and break your telly. Mm. I mean, it's just. So you're not the recommending worst. this then? <laughs> No, so I'm, it's I'm, basically the bake off with all the charm taken out and lots of Oh, well done, boys. Matt. <laughs> charm. A char- a charm on, a charmectomy. But it is exactly that. I mean, as you know, I'm not as into the Bake Off as Matt is, and I know Gary's watched it and says it watched the next series. Uh, but I know what the Bake Off is. I know how the Bake Off works, and yeah. I know why the Bake Off's, imp- uh, you know, why it's um, popular. But this is just. I mean, the good thing about this is the winners do win a prize. They get their their homegrown recipe on the shelves at M&S, but. I they, oh. they did that on. Do you remember Channel Five? Did I'm um, I'm oh, running Sainsbury's. No, breaking into Tesco. Channel oh, Five with yes. Simon Rimmer off uh, Sunday brunch. Well, I, I misunderstood what that was. I thought it was showing you how yeah. to <laughs> break in. They did do I'm, I'm running Sainsbury's. They did do yeah, that. Channel but that was about I'm running Sainsbury's yeah. staff trying to sort of. This was basically getting, you know, their homemade produce into Tesco, breaking into Tesco, which sounds so like... nobody has done how to get out of Aldi, then. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Yeah, but it's it's just I mean, I just don't know why it's there. I mean, the only thing I would say is this is this is going to be on at prime time. I mean, the Bake Off it, it's not prime. Eight I know. Eight, well, that's pretty much prime time on ITV. The Bake Off was on eight, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. but on BBC Two, I'm saying this is the first kind of cooking mm. cooking talent show that's been on prime time main Master channel. Chef. Yeah, maybe that okay. But again, stepping all over all your points. Well, no, but he's making good points, and I'll 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 get him later. Um, <laughs> so, it, Luke, as as the only person you've seen this, I'm guessing this does not get your your seal of approval. No, the only good thing is it means uh, Lightfields is going to be on after it. That's the only. Oh, there you are. Hopefully, it won't completely ruin the audience for that. Uh, BBC fans uh, have been petitioning the hour. No, the other way round. <laughs> our fans have been petitioning the BBC. This is the worst one we've <laughs> ever done. Quite, <laughs> quite possibly the worst it, one we've ever done. Uh, no, that BBC one we, fans. That, that one where you breathed heavy. That was. That the, might, be, that this that might be this one. Narrow it down. Can <laughs> I just stop the presses? Can I just stop uh-huh. the presses? What? Um, I've just. Hang on. I'll just double check before I announce this on the air. Okay, carry on. Things are going to happen in a minute. Carry on as as you were. I was very tempted to unfollow, then refollow in a minute. Sure, <laughs> stop. The hour <laughs> Carry on as you were. I was thinking about Carry on that. as you were. Uh, so, uh, petitions very rarely work. I can't think of too many shows in this country which have been no. petitioned brought back. Matt, as an hour fan, do you think they'll bring it back if enough people say something or not? I mean, not? they did like six music, didn't they? That's the only sort of comparative. You know, they, they did the yeah. same six music thing, but that wasn't. Sort that of was heavy though, wasn't it? There was. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's going to be unless like several million people sign this petition, then yeah. it's not going to make an impact to the BBC. Obviously, you know, at the end of the day, they've got to put their budget somewhere, and they just don't think the hours are. Um, yeah. What they could do, I suppose, is do like a special or two, you know, like a special well, I think, special I think... episode. To wrap yeah. everything up, rather than that a whole new series, it's like an hour, the final. Yeah, yeah that, mm. that could be interesting. Apparently, I mean, I didn't see the last one, but they um, a- a- allegedly left a lot of things hanging. A lot. Well, of yeah, sort it was it was left mm. in the sense that you mm. think they were actually gonna uh, gonna do something with mm. it. Yeah. Uh, a couple of television let's shows. Be honest, that... seven million people didn't even watch the series anyway, did they? So they'd be unlikely to get seven million. Yeah. Well, I said several, several million, not seven. Well, million. you should enunciate. <laughs> <laughs> not on this podcast, please. Um, also, uh, a renewed, as we said, renewed television show uh, is my mad fat diary. Um, other renewals or things that are going on in sort of commissioning is BBC Two have commissioned two sequels to the popular David Hare uh, program Page Eight. Now, this starred well, is this uh, Page Nine and nine. Ten. I assume it's page 9 and 10. This is Bill Nye as a spy. This was very, very good. This was one of those shows that if you haven't seen it, you need to. Uh, stylish and very well written. Slow and methodical, but not boring. But the, the dialogue like just ruined it for me. I thought the dialogue well, the, was... the dialogue down. was clunky, but... It, it was I, clunky, yeah, I It agree. was clunky, but it was nowhere near as bad as, say, Kasai Just Sold a Spy that was on at the cinema at the same time, which I saw that was terrible. Um, I think it was a good spy thriller. And I'm I'm looking forward to seeing. Maybe he can learn from those mistakes. If you yeah. if you Twitter him, you know, maybe he'll he'll pick up on the dialogue. Um, the U.S. remake of The Bridge is going to be shown on FX. Now I'm assuming that's FX in America. That's FX in America. Yes. And so it's we've got no s- idea who it's going to show it in the U.K. No, it's going to star as well uh, Diane Kruger, yep. who was in uh, Inglorious. <clears throat> 
And um, you're right, uh, Matt. Yeah, fine. And um, your vote there. Yeah. Inglorious bastards. Inglorious bastards. Yeah. Yippee ki Mother Hubbard. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 my favourite. Sorry to diversify here, but that's you know on ITV they used to change swear words in television programmes. That is my absolute favourite. They showed Die Hard at six o'clock on a Saturday evening, and he said "Yippee ki yay, Mother Hubbard." I love that. Yeah. It's brilliant. Diane Kruger. Then again, I'm easily pleased. Yes, true. And uh, Demian Bashir, who was in a film called A Better Life, where he I think he was Oscar nominated, and they're basically uh, yeah, exactly. Demian Bashir. Not exactly guy. big names, but then again, no. FX, FX is, is, is a channel that does go for younger talent. And so. You have a look at the picture that they've done. They've, there's a promo picture of it. They do look a lot like the um, the original actors from the oh. Scandinavian version. So, And it's <laughs> going to be set between America and uh, Mexico, this one. So, can you uh, stick a picture of that up on the Facebook group? I could so do. That, so that the world can see the likeness. And then maybe you can put up a comparison photo. So that the world can see how likely Basically, how, how you're likely. saying, can you do it, Matt? Because no one well, else is going to do it. And it, while it, you do I... that, I'd like Gary. What have you got around you that you could do a drum roll on? Uh, aside on, uh... from your belly. What was that? <laughs> drum, drum roll. I'm just on the. On the <laughs> okay. Top. I okay, now have my like a break seven, my seven hundredth follower. Is. Is at. Maddie Finn. Mm. That's at Maddie Finn. A M A M A D I E Finn F I N. At Maddie Finn is my seventh hundred follower. I have followed her back. That's Madison Finn, and that's a um, that's a bot, I believe. She hasn't actually even tweeted. Let me say, yes, she has. She has. It's Maddie underscore Finn. She's oh, Mad- <laughs> If you go to Maddie Finn, that's a that's a bot. So right, Maddie, Maddie underscore underscore Finn. Finn. You know this is thrilling to... radio, guys. Uh, it is. Oh, no, well, it's not even radio. It's a podcast. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, let, let's let's <laughs> Madison Finn. Yeah, at Maddie Finn. What a great name, Madison. Yeah. Let's let's yeah. learn a little bit about her. Oh, let's uh, not stalk <laughs> the poor person. Anyway, so thank you for being. Thank you for being my seven friend. Follower. Well done. I'm just going <laughs> to thank you for her. being a friend. If if you're looking at Twitter, <laughs> she's got a picture of three fingers on her on her profile page, uh, mm. one of which is wearing a tie. In fact, maybe that's her representation of us, the podcast. What's <laughs> that? <laughs> uh, slightly to be the case. Uh, right, back to the uh, the television stuff because that's what we're here for. Uh, oh, yeah. Sony Entertainment Television. That's a channel that you get if you've got Sky in this country. I call it Series Indeed. Series 3 of Community, which uh, is uh, finished in America now, they're on Series 4, uh, which has just started. So if you're a big fan of that, and I believe they're re-showing the first two series of yeah. Community, so if you yeah. want to catch up, now is a good time to do so. Uh, Netflix has announced that they're also going to be picking up another show. They're going to show Series 4 of Drop Dead Diva. I can't say that I've ever watched this. Matt, I'm sure you watched the first one. I did. Um, <laughs> uh, this is about a, um, I told a you model who... Um, I think she was a supermodel or a TV presenter or something. And who, now she's no name was who, die, who dies, but oh. sort of doesn't fully die. I can't remember exactly how, and ends up in the in the body of a fat lawyer who yeah. who oh also almost. And then she has to learn about body image and all that malarkey. So it's a bit like that film with Jack Black in it, 
that no yeah, one Yeah, yeah, Shallow Hal. Shallow Hal, well done. See, I knew I could rely upon you for the names. Uh, BBC One are going to adapt War and Peace, but don't get started on it yet. They've got to read it, and clearly that means the pro won't start till 2015. Because uh, it takes a long time to read War and Peace. Okay. The so. remake, uh, US Bridge remake photo is now up on the Facebook group as well. Excellent. Oh, Matt. Look at him working while he's talking. Head your, head your eyes over there. Right, uh, <laughs> and lastly, uh, BBC4 have revealed that they're going to show Borg and Series 3 in the winter. So they're going to bring it forward, I think. Although <laughs> didn't know, because this year was the winter when they showed it. No, they're going to okay. show it next year. No, this year, apparently, according to what I read. Well, I read next year, so I don't well, know. But it was sometime it's going to be on the. T- it'll be on the telly. <laughs> it'll be on the, the telly. It'll be on the telly. But I think the good thing is, is that I feel it's great that they felt they needed to announce that they won it. Like anyone else is going to show a <laughs> that kind of show. Who else it, would well, show it? It, it was, was going to be on. Well, there was a lot of Sorry, talk no. about it ending up on E. Um, <laughs> but it didn't in the end. There's more likelihood of you ending up on E than uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dave well, the, the Ecstasy or the channel. <laughs> Just the channel. Uh, right. Really, plus one, I think, would have been a great place for it. <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, let's move on to the ever-popular review section. It's going to be a little shortened this week because none of us could be bothered to watch much television. There wasn't a lot on. We not, said that on not, the last podcast. Not much new, so... You've, only, you've only got yourself to blame. Mm. Uh, first up, it was the Channel 4 drama Complicit that aired last night. Now, everything I've read on Twitter today says this was slow, boring, and therefore didn't do very well in the ratings. I think only got half what Channel 4 normally gets on a Sunday night in that slot. Luke is the only one amongst us that has yet watched it. I have it on my DVR. No, Matt's went, oh, Matt I went, went to it. The it. Oh, sorry. Premiere. Of course, it's the first one Matt watched it. Um, <laughs> it's the first uh, and only one, to be fair. Indeed. Uh, let us let our listening audience know what you think of it. Matt first. Matt first. Right, yeah. Uh, as I say, I went to the um, the premiere, so I might have a sort of different view from Luke, because obviously I heard from like the writer and the director and sort of their views on it. But what I thought was a very... Um, very well it's slight it got it it started very slowly but i think it built up nicely to um where i should say david oliway whose character is this um mi is he mi5 or mi6 one of them he's mi he's what is mfi yeah mfi fi brilliant trying to put together a bookcase against a um a suspected terrorist played by Arthur Ali from uh, Four Lions and uh, Beaver Falls, and yeah. basically you missed it's, out it's Four him... Lions in a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and basically, he he tries to build up enough evidence to uh, convince his bosses that the, the, this guy is um, is t- committing terrorist acts, and basically it follows him to Egypt, where the authorities detain him. And the basic question is whether you should torture one person if it say if it's going to save the lives of a lot of different people. And I thought so it was like very clever Tano, done. Guantanamo Bay situation. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Like, and yeah. I think it was about his, the David Oliway character was like this frustrated agent who ne- who didn't think he was being listened to by anyone, and he thought that maybe the torturing would be the only way of sort of people believing him and it was just really well done and the characters I thought the two main characters were really well drawn and I liked the ambiguous ending I, I like most things about it it was a bit slow at times but I thought pace sort of picked up towards the end but going okay. to the screening you had a slight advantage because I you did said just say it was... that well hang, hang on Matt we don't want to fall out you know you're on thin ice <laughs> with me as it is hang on 
We started our company, Girls Who Do Interiors, before we even graduated design school. And we turned to Chase for Business to build along with us. They had everything from banking to payment acceptance to credit cards all in one place. And with the Chase mobile app, our business is wherever we are. It's made for business owners who build to inspire. Learn more at chaseforbusiness.com. Make more of what's yours. Real customers compensated. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member of FDIC. Deck your home with Blinds.com. DIY or let us install. Free design consultation. Plus free samples and free shipping. Ho ho ho! Blinds.com invented a better way to buy custom high quality window treatments with no showroom mockups or waiting around for quotes from pushy salespeople, saving you time and money for the holidays with upfront pricing right on our website. Go right now to blinds.com. Satisfaction guaranteed. Satisfaction guaranteed. Shop blinds.com's Green Monday sale. Get up to 45% off plus doorbuster deals. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Right, so you had a slight advantage going to the screening because you said it I feel, like, I feel like the slow. UN here, you know, like <laughs> sending in the peace You can shut it as well. You can shut it as well. Oh, here we go. And with going to the screening, even the times it was slow, at least you didn't have uh, an ad break to distract you and think, oh, actually, Father Ted's on more for, and it's more <laughs> exciting than complicit. Yeah, I, I um, admire your persistence in staying with it, Luke. <laughs> no, because I have, to, I have to be completely honest here. One of my bugbears is when people say, TV's too slow, if it doesn't grab me... Straight away, I don't like it. I, that annoys me when people say that. But I did find complicit extremely, just really, really, really slow, and yeah. just a bit too filmic for me. I can imagine, with the, adverts, I, I can imagine oh, yeah. with the adverts that it. But was, did you not yeah. think then about recording it and watching it without the adverts a bit well, later? I did. I did do well. The problem is, I watched Ripper Street at nine and recorded the ah. same channel four plus one, and so I was recording it at ten, and I went through it. But I, th- I think it's just. Just too brooding. Again, a lot of the music annoyed me in it. There wasn't uh, a lot it, of music in it, though. There wasn't a lot. There was. It was a lot of silences. There was a lot. And I, what I liked about it was almost that it tried to go against like the spy dramas, like like Spooks, for example, and have oh, no, these. No, it wasn't spies... on Spooks level with with music. I, I no, no, no. It, but it, it like as Spooks look makes like you know this spying life look really, really glamorous and stuff. Um, complicit was like this is a room full of like grey filing cabinets and everything is you know it's all greys and whites and it was very grainy and I really liked it I thought Monica Dolan as well as sort of the M character she was she was very good um, she is um, fantastic. She is mm. fantastic. I, I, just, I just wished it had a bit more about it. There's yeah. no doubting in my little tiny TV obsessed mind that David Oloeo is a fantastic mm. actor and he brought a lot of gravitas to it. And a lovely I man. Just, <laughs> and he's a lovely man. We've said yeah. it before, we'll say it again. He's a lovely man. If you ever lose a dog, he will go, <laughs> I'm just saying this, he will help you find it 
or buy what? you another one if you but lose it completely. Did well, you not like the scene between them when he sort of confronts him? You know, they had that like five minute scene where it was just the two of them. I thought it was I, a bad, I, I always enjoy di- I always enjoy yeah. like dialogue between mm. two people like that that was really yeah. sparking. But I just wish it had more about it. More and I don't of that really sort un- of thing. More of that. Not that I thought everything had to be shouting and screaming and an intense no, no, no. conversation, but I just think you've got a lot of time. There was too many silences for you, maybe. Yeah, too many exactly. silences. Too um, many silences. But what, yeah, what I liked as well was it, it was a drama about torture, but you didn't actually see the torture on screen, and I thought that was good that it was sort of an. Well, I misread it because I thought it was a drama about tortoises. So mm. I was sat there oh, right. waiting for a tortoise the whole time that didn't turn up. I thought that's why it's slow because they're giving time for the tortoise to turn up. What they did say did. At, the, at the screening was that um, one of the, I think it was either the producer or the director said, "Oh, I, you know, I abhor." Um, screen violence and this was the night after the first utopia was screened with the um, <laughs> you know the eyeball scene uh, i don't know gary have you been watching utopia have you gary's not here matt gary's oh, not he? here i, he I don't know quite where he is but he's not oh, he's not with us so i'm just gonna it's add him thing back to the call oh. <laughs> um, but yes but gary's gary will gary's gone <laughs> i don't know what happened oh hello <laughs> hello i'm here have you been? Have you started watching Utopia yet, Gary? I was just asking you a question. No, no, I, you disappeared. I, I, I disappeared. I was trying to message you both and say, "Oh God!" Uh, I, no, I haven't watched Utopia. I'm waiting till the series finishes so that I can try and watch them back to back. So you can watch it on DVD next year. That's right. Um, did we all watch a bit of Let's Dance for Comet Relief? I watched the second half of it. Not the first. Oh, I wow. <laughs> no, I, I didn't the watch it, but not, into... not because. Go on. Sorry. Somebody go on. No, Luke, 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 why? I came in sort of halfway through um, and started with the Tim Vine, which was by far the best one. Um, Well, that's right, yeah. I think the problem with Let's Start for Correct Relief is it's had over the years a couple of quite memorable, Mm -hmm. for me, the the Cheryl Cole imitation by Rufus Hound Mm -hmm. is classic. Robert Uh, Webb doing Flashdance was mine. Yeah. I know that one the first And uh, Aid Edmondson doing Swan Lake was another one uh, that sticks in my mind. Or no fielding to Kate Bush, but there you go. Yes, so you've Nathan watched it. But the thing is, you're absolutely right, Matt, and there were some standout funny bits. But mm. I always think with something like Les Does for Comic Relief, you don't really need to watch it. You can watch the best bits on mm. YouTube. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the just... show is that like, I stopped watching after the dancing because it, it just drags. I mean, you've got all this time for the voting, and they had like. I mean, yeah. What was what was the thing with the the one direction going to Africa? Did you see that? In any comic relief, but even the actual show, you're going to get the, the the sob stories, which is fair enough, and that's why it's on. You expect that. What they only I did sent a couple like. of One Direction members to Africa. They weren't all there. That's what I liked. The rest, the rest of them are, are, are dating pop stars. You know, they yeah. go on rotation. I like the idea that even One Direction, even Africa went. God, we're sick of One Direction. We'll have a couple of them, but we're not having all of them. <laughs> well, They're just everywhere. Yeah, all I can manage, just the three. Um, yeah. As much as I like the format, I agree with you, there's quite a lot of moments in there that are, are cringeworthy, and any time Steve Jones has the microphone yeah, and, and not a script... And he does that, like, you know, booming voice thing, doesn't he? Yeah. I'm Steve Jones. I'm Welsh. I'm quite good looking. I, I liked Tim Vine. <laughs> Tim Vine's Justin Timberlake. I thought that was, that was in the sort of spirit of the... The whole thing and Ricky Hatton as well. You've got to love Ricky Hatton. I mean, I, I, yeah. I think 
the good thing is, is you do. It's the ones that you don't get that actually do. And I thought even the others. I mean, the Olivia Lee gave it a go. I didn't think yeah, she was. Yeah, I mean, I think this this what were they called the superstars? You know, Gaffney yeah. and like that. I could do without do without them sort of getting through. There's like, always a couple know. of them on every scene. Yeah, and I mean, the comedians doing Destiny's Child basically just men in drag. They didn't oh. do a lot of dancing, did they? I was oh. like. I did do a lot of dragging. Yeah. Um, <laughs> overall, the show. it's all for a good cause. You Indeed. can't really have a go at Let's Dance no. for Corporate Relief. No. But it is a slightly tired form. Do you know what I'll be interested in? Do you know what I'll be interested in? Is next Saturday, I'm really looking forward to the return of Anton Dex Saturday Night Takeaway, which mm. they have trailed like mad. Yeah. And yeah. I just wonder how Jonathan well that Rock. will do up against um, Let's Dance for Comic Relief. Yeah. I think it I might think knock it. Are they on at the same time? Um, on I'm fairly sure they are. I'll double check well, it. Well, so let's dance, sort of getting rid of all the dancing first, and then like Ant and Deck are up against the bit where they do the voting. Yeah, like, performance think, and stuff. The thing that always gets me in Let's Dance Courage Lose World is the why do they bother having judges? Mm. I don't know well, why. No, they, they do the that end thing, don't they? They do the, you know, the the judges get to take one, you know. Send another act through to the final sort of thing. Oh, that's true, yeah. Yes, they're on exactly the same time, I've just confirmed. Oh. 7 o'clock for Let's Dance and 7 o'clock for Anton Deck on be Saturday. That'll be interesting to find out. So not only next week will we tell you who was right about Complicit, Luke or Matt, after I've Hello. seen the show, but we'll tell you uh, whether we watched Let's Dance for Current Relief or Saturday Night Takeaway. Mm. Uh, I, I say you now which I'm going to watch. <laughs> Save us it's coming back. Ruined the surprise for next week. Uh... I watched the second episode of Nashville. I'm going to carry on watching it. It's still good. Uh, Matt was totally right. It doesn't appear like the two stars are actually going to go on tour together. So well done, Matt, for reading ahead. Um, I, I still like the show and the political stuff in it was still good. Uh, Matt saw the last episode of The Hotel, which Luke has yet to see, so please don't oh, spoil it. Matthew, don't spoil it. We're already falling out. Well, uh, don't want to fall out. I don't want to fall out. I don't want to fall out. The hotel, yes, it was the last episode of the hotel, hopefully not ever. They saw Mark, the uh, proprietor of the hotel, as we saw last week, he had to sell it, and this one he did sell it, it was all about him trying to uh, put a new manager in place, Alison, the uh, reservations manager, who I don't know, Luke, are you a fan of Alison? Love Alison! He basically put Alison in charge, Uh, obviously certain things went wrong, as she left the bar staff in charge of uh, Mark's precious bingo night. But there were just lots Ooh. of lots of nice little moments. I mean, they always have the guests in, don't they, who have the backstories. Some sort of horrible thing has happened to them, and they're sort of trying to get away. Like, there was a man who'd had two heart attacks. The thing it? I can't believe is that they sold it to Keith Chegwin. I think that was unusual. <laughs> Stop it now. Ironically, though, they did sell it to a guy called Keith, so you're not... Oh, uh, I'm 50% right in my hilarious moment. There is a rumour that they will bring it back with the new owner who's trying to get Mark to sort of come back to do like the hosting of the events and things like that. Because he's obviously, in the episode, he does mention that the only person he could see hosting a lot of the events is himself and making Mm. money out. So... Can we talk about people like us as well? I just, well, just, just, just yes, want to say on. something very briefly about the hotel, if yeah. I may, Matt. It's not all about you on this podcast tonight. You're really grinding my gears. <laughs> Why can I have to I've never used that phrase, but I used it correctly then. I'm so chuffed. Oh. Um, what, I, what I wanted to say just briefly about the hotel, I love it. It's one of my favourite things, as you know, Matt. But the thing is, I've been watching TV for a living now without making money from it. 
um, for about 10, 12 years, and I have learned as much as I love things, when things end, just leave them there, mm. and let's just have a wonderful memory of how, how brilliant so you don't the think hotel it should was. Come back. You don't think it should come back? Not in the guise of the hotel. No. I'd be happy to see Mark on Amazon they, to get me they out did a nice little, they downgrade it, though. They did a nice little thing, actually, at the end. The, the voiceover lady said, like, we wish Mark well with whatever he decides to do next. His future endeavours. Yeah, they I did actually Hugh Bonneville say... did the uh, voiceover. Yeah, no, but, like, the con continuity announcer. Oh, the continuity oh, announcer. The con What's she yeah. sticking her oar in for? <laughs> She's only there to tell us what's on And next. now complicit. And now a torture you know, you know, drama. You know what her name is? Her name is no, Madison what? Finn. No. Um, no. <laughs> no, it's not. No. Anyway, I'm but, over that. I've got 701 right. followers now. Well, Who's, fair enough. You, oh, God, you've yeah, changed. You moved on. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What happened to the person that only had 400 followers that we used to like? Uh, Matt, that was tell you. us about people like us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Matt, people like us. People like us, yeah. I know I mentioned it. Like, Luke, have you seen a second episode of this? I have, like and I can see why you enjoy it. Mm. Do you know, I said to someone on Twitter the yeah. other day, do you remember Paddington Green, or was it you that, that said we, this? We said, I believe this was on last week's podcast, in fact, you we, said this. Do you know what? We're so <laughs> good, that I didn't even realise it's us. We don't even remember what we said we last five minutes, yeah, let alone a week ago. No, yeah, but it is. Um, it is. But I yeah. mean, I don't like everyone involved, but it's a well-put-together show, and for an hour, it moves by quite quickly, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I love the Wakefield family. I hope they're in every episode. I haven't seen the third one yet, but I, you know, I've, Matt, I've been told. Get on it. Sorry? Get on it, Matt. What are you waiting for? Get on it. I will get on it like a car bonnet. Get on it. Uh, get on it, large. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel uh, sick. But yeah, it's just a, it's just a really well-produced docu-soap about an area in Manchester. It's nice to just see one of these sort of coming from, as I say, the North, being the Northern correspondent of the uh, of the podcast here. Um, and, I mean, as I say, the Wakefields who run the wishy-washy dry cleaners, they're just amazing. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, I've been talking to Karen a little bit on Twitter. Oh, you know, the... look at you changing with your people. Oh, sorry. Like <laughs> people like us that used to be people like me and Gary. Now it's people like people like Don't us. Don't drag me into this. <laughs> but if they make it an American version, will it be people like us US? Or, um... Yeah, anyway. it would just be people like US. It'd just be like that. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's, I mean, I love how they mix the humour and the, I mean, I love the club promoter, the sort of Del Boy guy. Um, Just to let you know, don't ask Gary any yeah, questions, he's gone again. Well, he hasn't seen it, so he's fine. <laughs> yeah. um, I, don't like, I don't think you should be allowed to go just because you haven't seen things. I love the, uh, you know, the Del Boy character, is it Dale, yes. who was organising that club night and ended up buying shots for everyone and making £6 at the end of it. I just um, think... And he did that thing about his nan going to bingo. Um, it's a and... very tricky thing, though, to fill a whole hour with a yeah. subject like that. But it whizzes by. And I love the stuff about everyone sitting down to watch Jeremy Kyle as well. <laughs> that I was love funny. That idea. And I love the stepdad that. just going, he's, he's a, she's a other, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's just I've really good. I've done that for curbing I, your I mean, now that the hotel's gone, it's nice to have another sort of fly-on-the-wall show like that. Um, I just hope, as I say, the Wakefields are in every episode because you need that sort of continuity, don't you, of um, characters being, you know, like regular characters being in it every week. What do you think? Do you think this has potential to carry on to series two? Right, I, I, 
we'll have to see after that. If I you've reckon... got anything to do with it, it yeah, 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 it, really. yeah, yeah. I'm going to petition the BBC <laughs> when they finish uh, with the yes. hour petition. <laughs> they, yeah, it's, it was the same show. I don't think you should bother. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, I mean, if you're going to get um, the hour. Well, again, if they've got the characters and they've got the, I think. The, the money to do it and definitely because I'm I'm really enjoying it. It's not I mean BBC Three. I know we've been talking. We talked about them at the top of the show. Um, we they, did, Matt. Well they, done for listening. They they um <laughs> at the moment at least have done really well with sort of documentaries and you know like the docu soaps. I mean they did one growing up poor earlier in the year, which I really I love really that. I found that our war last bleak. year. Oh, incredible! Yeah, incredible and they've been stuff. set. I mean, I do watch quite a lot of them to review them, and um, and actually, Jeff, they've got they've got a new drama coming called The Crash. Yeah, which, which is, is really good, and get a, it gets a good message across. Actually, and I saw a preview as well as I know it's not a documentary, but is it in the flesh? Their new sort of yes. zombie looks uh, interesting soldier drama, which looks interesting. Is Gary back yet? No, he's not. Let's keep talking. The thing is, though. um... I was just going to say, BBC Three do a lot of great one-off documentaries, like you say, that growing up poor, that yeah. I don't think get enough recognition. So, but yeah, I just uh, think they're re- really the bad well boy done. Olympian. That's another one that springs to mind with Ashley McKenzie, who then went into Big Brother. Um, I just there I are, remember, there, like been, um, Stuart, Stuart. There's one I remember vividly that I just mm. thought was just heartbreaking. Yeah. Called Stuart, the day my life changed. Oh yeah, no, was it a life backwards? Is no, that, that was no Stuart. The day of my life oh. changed was a different thing, but there was one called Alex a life backwards. Oh, Alex a life backwards. Yeah, but I remember that one with the. They the are guy both brilliant stuff. Yeah, but yeah. So so BBC Three, we mock that, it. We we yeah. We make it. But we do good. mock you. But I mean, their their documentaries are definitely sort of one of their strongest suits at the moment. But obviously, they, you know, with the comedy and the drama, there's a lot of new drama coming from BBC Three, it looks like, over the next and few speaking weeks. And so. uh, speaking of one-off documentaries, I'm not going to lie, I'm incredibly excited about The Chicken Shop on Channel 4 tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't been able that. to see a preview copy of that, but should we should we start doing the previews? I don't know. Yes, go yeah. ahead. I had to close the document. So, so, um, so, talking of documentaries, I know we previewed it last week, but we're sort of, you know, a day, but you know, a day behind when we're normally on. So uh, I don't remember uh, why we are, but we're here now. Uh, Her Majesty's Prison Aylesbury, which is a prison documentary from ITV, and starts uh, tonight. Uh, I have, I've now seen this, and I would say I haven't seen it all, but I think it's on yeah. par with with their other. But there are, uh, well, I would say it's a lot more sort of violent. Now, I mean, their other ones have, have tended to have a little bit more of a human aspect, a bit more humour in there. This one I found almost a little bit focused on the violence, and there's a there's a whole fo- um, you know focus on like a hostage situation in the in the prison. What I really like about these documentaries, though, is that there's hardly any voiceover in any of yes, it. Yes, I agree just, with you completely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on. I just on want to say just quickly about that. I just think it's not something you'd normally place at 9pm on ITV, that sort of level of drama no, and just general and it's, a two, it's a two-parter, isn't it? It's, it's yeah, but I so. think it's really well done and you, I spent the first five minutes looking for Trevor McDonald, he's not there get over with it. No, no, I know it's, it's nice not having a um... it's nice not having a guide saying this is a dangerous place, these people are criminals and blah blah blah, you know Gary's trying to get back watching. in touch by the way but well, I know he, I'll he disappear if, 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 if I talk to him I will disappear. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to get him. 
Okay. Uh, moving on to ITV2 tomorrow night, two uh, US shows. The first uh, new one that has already been cancelled in America, 666 Park Avenue, which stars... Which you um, can watch on ITV Player now before it airs, oh? if you fancy it. Which stars uh, Terry O'Quinn, who was uh, John Locke in Lost, and um, Vanessa Williams, who was in Betty, I think, the actress's name. Basically, yes. play this sort of devilish couple in this sort of upmarket block of flats, which has obviously got sort of a, you know, connotations to hell. And following on from that is, uh, or before that, I should say, preceding that, is the new series of The Vampire Diaries, the sort of teen uh, TV show, which is sort of a, a take on, you know, like the Twilight um, stories, I suppose. I've never That's seen it. That's why I'm quite looking forward to In the Flesh, because I mm. think BBC Three will do a whole different I mean, there's page. a lot of American shows on here, and I know me and you don't really watch a lot I know of American who's, shows. I know so who's written we... them down, actually. Yeah. I can have a guess. Uh, there isn't a, there isn't a lot of like new UK shows starting in the next week. I mean, it's all sort of stuff finishing tonight. My I just want to ask ask you this before. Oh yeah, my mad fuck diary Black finishes tonight. Tonight, yeah. Uh, Black Mirror continues. Tomorrow. Black Mirror continues tonight. But, yeah, all the channel, you know, all Channel Four stuff is sort of coming to an end. But it's just. I'll just ask you quickly. Yeah. Just very quickly while we got yeah. a couple of minutes. May Day is coming up. That's the next. It's yeah. the actually, believe it or not, it's the first new BBC drama of 2013 where I've not had any new BBC drama like a new story. They've all been returning series. Street. You mean BBC well, One? Yeah, BBC, BBC One. one. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to strip May Day over five days in a couple of weeks. What do you think about? Uh, scheduling ideas like that, sticking something uh, over five days. I don't mind it. It depends on the quality of the of the piece, I suppose. And if, I mean, it's the story sort of one that you need that the next night sort of thing. I mean, like I suppose there was five days, wasn't there? Criminal Justice that did that, um, that and Collision on ITV. So it's not it's, a, it's not a, a thing that's not uh, done. But I just think, how do you feel about having? Knowing for a fact that if you don't like the first episode of May Day, you're probably not watching BBC One for the rest of the week. Well, you know, you can watch something. I don't think it's much of an issue as it was, you know, it would have been several years ago because there's so much, so much, you know, more options now what you can watch if you don't want to watch the thing on the on BBC One. Uh, about so that. It's coming up in a few weeks. Off you, you can go back to the script now. I just this, I'll go back to the script. I'll just run go through these because I, I honestly not sure about any of these. White Collar on Alibi no. uh, tomorrow. I think that's a legal drama or something. I'm not sure. Chicago Fire what? we've talked about before. I can guess what that's about. <laughs> and I think, yeah, we talked about it, I think, in our last review of the year podcast. So I'll go back and listen our to last that. first review of the year. Yeah. With... Um, uh, Jesse Spencer, who was in House and before that in Neighbours, uh, Whitney, which is a, a US comedy, is uh, oh, we've only got one minute. We've only got one, one minute. Comedy Central, okay, that's Wednesday at nine. Thursday at nine on Channel Five is a new Irish drama, Jack Taylor, starring um, is it Ian Glenn, the guy who was in Ian Glenn of of Prisoners' Wives and Game yeah. of Thrones and all that, yeah. Ripper Street and Downton Abbey he was in as well, uh, basically playing a uh, former member of the Irish Guard who is, um, who now I'd love to hear Matt point. talk, but I'm going to have to cut him off. Okay. I'm sorry, I just... Oh, really, the Mentalist, uh, Friday, 9 o'clock on Channel 5, and Dexter, Series 7, Fox, Sunday, 9 o'clock. Okay, done, go. Oh, uh, there you go. Custard TV Podcast, thanks ever so Hi. much. You can get in touch with us. Hello. Gary's Ch back. Hey. Hey. Hi, Gary. I've only got 30 seconds left. What? <laughs>
Okay, you can get in touch with me at the week at Luke Custard Team. Or you can get in touch with Gary at... A better Skype connection. Or Matt at... At my easy bites. Gary's at the Gary Show. There you go. We'll be back next Tuesday at our usual-ish time. For the Custard TV podcast, take care, all the best. Bye-bye. Luke, Gary and Matt. Talking telly. On the Custard TV podcast. Selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... As easy as pie? Sure. All you have to do is enter your license plate or VIN. As easy as a stroll in the park. Okay. Then just answer a few questions and you'll get a real offer in seconds. As easy as singing. Why not? Schedule a pickup or drop-off and Carvana will pay you that amount right on the spot. As easy as playing guitar. Actually, I find that kind of difficult. But selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... Can be. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get an instant offer today.